welcome to another episode of Toronto Ultra's Merc and Maven podcast. Uh, we have a beautiful day ahead of us. Uh, we haven't chatted about the major yet. There's uh, been season two. Um, Joe and I have fallen even deeper in love and Ultra look fantastic. So let's get naughty. No, they, yeah. All <laughs> of the above. It hasn't been that long. It's only been a week. Yeah. It's only been a week. You know, obviously uh, some roster changes are going down. We'll jump into that. But I think for us, we're going to recap the major, kind of go through our thoughts on each team, the bottom four. Uh, but today is 2.08. Uh, it is 2.50 p.m. So if at any moment or you're watching an episode and you want us to talk about a roster change or something that happens, uh, you know when this was recorded. So maybe we didn't hear about it because that happens. That does happen time to time. There's multiple things that went down like while we were streaming today. Yeah. So uh, yeah. See if we get fucked or we don't. Sometimes <laughs> it happens. But uh, no, you want to talk to uh, a little season two. About season two or our romantic walks together that we've been doing? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, we've just been walking around. You know, it's been, I don't know what, it's February. It's like 50, been 50 degrees. It's just a random, like, week and a half, which, I, listen, I'm not going to complain about it because it's going to get cold again, but I've been loving it. Yeah, it's it's quite nice to get a refresher of, like, the warm weather is listen coming. It's coming. It's beautiful, but I just want people to know that the entire neighborhood and area thinks that Joe and I are in a loving relationship because we walk around mm -hmm. this with neighborhood. We walk for miles with his, with his son, Theo, you know, in the stroller. And it's just Joe and I. And they're yeah. like, hey. And we're like, yes, we are a beautiful married couple. How are you? <laughs> Absolutely. No wrong with that. No, no, yeah. no. It's just, it's just great. It's just so I, and I'm thinking now, like, probably with him having less hair, they're probably, oh, he looks a lot like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 you're probably not wrong but so to yeah. season two season two we go our walks have been great though it's been it's been beautiful i'm trying to get some exercise gotta get my blood pressure down and my weight down you know i'm trying to get sexy for this summer we're gonna go on vacation i need my body looking good yeah if only Start got now. good by rubbing it like this that'd be great but uh listen before we get into like the uh, cdl stuff we can talk a little just uh you know our, our normal, normal streaming uh we loved fortune's key back in the day uh it comes back and they put a giant hole in it i Listen, you've been playing it for a couple days. I just played today. I still, I still had fun. Other than the sun, like skull fucking me, I had a great time. Just <laughs> the first thing I saw when I dropped it, I was like, "Why is this sun so bright? Like, why do we do this every time?" Um, listen, I think I'm excited about forces keep being back. Yes, I've been having fun. I just don't think these changes were needed at all. Not one bit. I'm just going to be honest, like the way I explained it to my chat, like the the cult of Rebirth Island, because there is a Rebirth Island cult. I have no idea why, but there is like there is just some infatuation with that map. Uh, by the way, it was an Alcatraz and Blackout. So it's that that was the original. But anyways, um, I'm just thinking if they brought that back and change it as much as they changed keep, I think that like the world would be on fire, right? The community would go insane. If there was a, imagine like courtyard outside of like the prison, if they just put a giant, like a meteor in a hole, yeah, people would lose yeah. their minds. And I, I'm not saying I don't want like a facelift, a facelift or some updates. Yeah. I really like to keep. And it's like, maybe they were thinking if we don't change anything, people would be mad. But I, I don't know if like, it's a map. Like, I guess that's the beauty of having all of the resurgence maps. It's like if you want to play something different, play something different, I guess. But yeah. That's my only thing. I listen. I, I, a lot of the changes for both multiplayer and Warzone, the aim stability stuff, all great changes. Um, it seems like they're repairing a lot, lot of what MW2 was. 
uh, still working through all those changes that were made to the base game, going back to regular Call of Duty, which I think makes everybody very happy. Uh, but the map itself, I'm very sad about because I, I had a great time on Keep. I mean, yeah. I'm still going to have some fun. I just, that was my thought process was like, I don't know if this was necessary. It was always sort of like a warm up, have a little fun map to me. Like, we played the only time we really, yeah. really grinded it was like, um, Wind Called Era. Like got screwed up at the end. They lowered like a hundred players. We like played it a lot, but outside of that, it's just like a yeah. goof around for a few hours. Like I, I don't know how much I can play ranked. We play a little bit today. It's all right, but I don't know. Yeah, ranked resurgence as well came out. Um, I, I'm gonna give it a couple of days. I'm not. I just yeah. wish I don't. I'm not mad at the fact that they got ranked. I just don't know why the big. I think Heresy Stand would be a lot of fun in ranked. I'm it's sure it's going to be there eventually. I don't know why they did that first. I don't. I don't know. I don't have a clue. Um, I'm. I'm. Yeah, kind of sucks. But it just feels like this might get old quick. For like, even talked about stream, and if you've watched Warzone, a ranked match, like there's a story, stuff builds up. I don't know. This is just like, all right, fight. All right, run away. We're dead. Fight. Run away. We're dead. We'll see how it plays out. Maybe people will like it more and more. Um. But that's it with Warzone. That's all. That's all we got. Uh, some new maps were added as well. Uh, Vista is one, which I think is on the radar of the community for a potential CDL map. Uh, obviously, you know, we had some changes. Uh, we also had the Ram 9 and BP50, which... I mean, I think you and I, because the MCW got nerfed again. Uh, you and I are... We've talked about it. It's not that like, I want new guns. I just feel like with four MCWs, this game was... A little bit stale uh, on some maps, right? Like a terminal hardpoint. Obviously, the hills didn't help it. The objectives didn't help it. But it, I mean, SMG play is just it's kind of fun and exciting. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's crazy because like for, there's a lot of stuff about this game that's like better than previous years. And I don't know if it's just the the maps, the guns. Like it, yeah. When I'm just watching a map and it's just four people L triggered, I'm just like, yeah. It can kill you. It's just you want to watch people run around, get a little crack sometimes with the sub, get a little twisted, which I think it started. Well, probably regardless of any changes, we'll start to come in a little bit more as time goes on. It usually does, but like, yeah, I don't need to see four like MCWs ever again. Yeah, so uh, we'll see if it happens. I mean, uh, the BP50 was kind of be like a flex gun. Uh, pros are deciding what they like, what they don't like. Ram 9 as well as a potential sub option. Listen, the fact is, is the pros are going to do what they think will add as much of a skill gap to this game that there can be, yeah. right? That's sort of what we've talked about on this podcast. That's what GAs are and what they try to do. Um, and I'm not going to see, I don't play the game as much as they do. So, yes, would I like to see some changes? But if that's what they decide, then that's what they decide. And I'm going to cast. Well, yeah, when we're talking about stuff, like even though Joe's a former player, like we're mostly just talking about from a casting perspective now. Like yeah. what's entertained us? Like what's a little more fun? Like, you know, you talk about the new map coming in, we'll try and transition this. Like I, when Terminal Hardpoint was out, I was like, thank God. It Listen, it might be, I, we'll talk to like Nameless and stuff. He's like, it's a lot of fun to play in ranked and whatnot. I'm like, okay, casting it, that map is ass. I never want to see it again. Mm -hmm. Get it out. Um, Hardpoint is just, yeah, just sort of how we were talking about like four MCWs, just like, preamped and people just holding like just due to the sticky spawn security side and how the map plays out like it can just be a chore sometimes to watch um so that one thing that's one thing where i'm very happy and i haven't played rio yet but just watched a little bit and saw it i don't know it gives me like a i just listen i care about things being like pretty and fun to look at when you're casting it over and over and over again watching it over and over 
sort of like Amy Mercado vibe, just a little, you know, colorful, seemed kind of fun, vibrant. Um, so that already kind of made me happy. I know it's silly, but like, it's yeah, just... it's the same thing with Vista too, which I think people are excited about. It's kind of like the yeah. seaside vibe, but uh, yeah. So if you missed it, CDL for stage two, um, uh, Rio is in for Search and Destroy. Uh, Skid Row is out. Uh, Rio is in for Hardpoint. Terminal is out. Um, so Rio, you can play it in right now. Uh, it is going to be mixed here. You're probably going to see two to three subs, maybe four on some hills. Uh, in Hardpoint, it is very mixy, which I think is good. I feel like we're we saw it for a bit on sub base, but then the spawn changes. I think for teams with strong SMG players, you need a couple of options to play the vetoes on your side, right? Um, and that's how this will affect the league. Because that's what sub base was for a moment. It was like sub base in Karachi where you're, we're going to get one of these if we're an SMG team, like base team. On the other side, you're going to play a, a skid row, a terminal, uh, an invasion, right? Your vetoes come in. But with the sub base changes, it, it kind of went away from that. It sort of like cracked out gameplay. So I'm glad we we have another option in there for this. Even even sub base, like early on, I feel like it was still even though it was cracked out, it was still a lot of MCWs. Like that's true. Well, it's just because all the all the power positions on it. hundred percent. But like, if you're telling me one word, because that that has been like weird for us when we're talking about teams struggling. Well, you know, we're gonna get into teams and stuff. But it's like with this like meta the way it's been. Just, I'm sure it's odd for some teams when you're like barely pulling out a sub or just on a couple of hard points. Yeah, so now these teams will, you know, sub heavy teams will have a Karachi and a and a Rio to play from, right? Try to get those in. Um, yeah. So we set it for that for stage two. Again, uh, Vista is. It sounds like the community and the players will be testing it. Again, the timing of this is always difficult when you have updates. Um, you have to be respectful, right? The lead to every single level of um of the cdl so challengers i think has a, a cup in a couple of days and they, they can't just real soon yeah uh, as much as i love it three, send it like send it but yeah yeah even for stage three like is a week or two weeks of enough practice i mean you could i'd probably say not but if you just want to say screw it and make maybe a better viewer product go for it but obviously the league's going to respect the pros so we'll see what happens with this uh maybe for stage three we get that in there um uh, but all right, mate, let's get into uh kind of major one. And you know, uh we can take a look at the points as well for kind of where we're at after it. Do you want to mention like the new guns real quick? I, I guess we're just waiting to see what happens with that though. As far as like yeah, the, I kinda, I kinda mentioned Ram nine it. or BP fifty. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean BP fifty, like flex gun, maybe too strong, Ram nine. Again, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I guess we're just waiting to see if they're gonna GM or use them or what's gonna go on, but Yeah, the only thing with BP fifty <laughs> is just kinda ugly. Yeah. I saw like that clip that was going around that Brian Saint tweeted like Clay like peeling somebody on the uh, crawl invasion cross and I was like, well, yeah. actually, like, he like four bullet in there. I look pretty strong, but that's a <laughs> yeah, who knows? All headshots. Um, all right, so we're gonna start with our bottom four. Uh, we'll go, we'll do it that way from major one, and then we'll talk about team changes. Uh, we're gonna start with our friends over at LA Thieves. Um, listen, they started losers round one. They were one in twelve in hard point throughout stage one. That is not going to cut it. It's just not. Uh, so they drop Joe DeSeves and Cami, and they bring in Crimp and Nasty. Uh, and I think very similar to last year, the team who won the first Challengers tournament, um, a lot of their players got pushed up. Uh, like the team that won Boston was a seam, Crimp, right? Those guys are now in the league, and, and that's just what you're going to see. When teams are struggling, you got to make moves. So we'll see how yeah. it plays. 
Yeah, and it's it's interesting because they were like, I, we watched some of the scrims early. They seemed a lot better than they were performing in matches. I think even one. Of I watched first, a lot of scrims in their first I was coaches very poll. Surprised. Yeah. First coaches poll, weren't they like fourth or something like that, fourth or fifth or somewhere in that ballpark. I think they were pretty high up. Like, I think, yeah, from what we saw, they looked strong. I don't know what went wrong once they got to match time. Um, I know you and I are a guy that we want Cammy to get back and be that be that god. But the fact is, they had to make a change. Yeah. I, one in 12 and hard point like yeah, no I, I, you had to i think the thing is right is with this team with this early roster with joe and afro i think that was kind of your your star power your your muscle uh, and just with the meta just didn't happen uh they were very limited and you know maybe just came didn't put up the numbers they needed for the mcw if you look at their one match from uh from major one uh, Ghosty had like a 1-4 and everybody else kind of struggled, right? They lose in a game five. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I mean, you look at the picks for Kremp, obviously a lot of upside there. What do you think about the Nasty the nasty pickup? Well, you, right, you're the one that always loved Nasty, dude. Like, I, I think did. When, the, when those Royal Ravens teams were, were struggling, like you were a big Nasty guy. Like he was the guy, you know, when a, a team was kind of in the dumpster, the one that was still performing and like, didn't look like he was just kill whoring. Like he was making plays, like really just looked to be sort of a level above at times last year. So I'm sure you were kind of excited to see him back in the mix. Cause you thought probably should have had a spot to begin with. I imagine. I mean, this is obviously uh, an Afro pickup, right? We go back to the team. Who, who are we targeting? Uh, Afro and nasty seem to be a bit of a duo and Afro's like, I want my guy. Nasty has been performing well. He can perform well. If you look at him at his best, it was as a flex with an AR. I think that's when he was his best. Uh, we saw those moments. You're going to need numbers from him, right? But And then, you know, you bring in Kremp. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with this LAD team. Yeah, I mean, the fact is, you look at the coaching staff, the pedigree of this team. They should be competitive, but 1-12 in, in hardpoint. That's the that's the main goal. Because if you look at five and three in control, four and five in S and D, it's not like it's that bad. But one in twelve in hard point is god awful. And that's just one of those things. Like, how often is there a dog shit hard point team that becomes like a good one? It's really hard to fix. Like we've seen teams like that that are like I don't know perform one of the other modes that are doing well enough. I don't know, even Atlanta phase is an example when they've had their tough hard point years. Like they work on it all year for like little minor improvements. Um, when you can't win any hard points. I don't know. It's yeah, it's there, there's enough of a body of work there. I think it's time to make a change. Even if you were doing well in scrims, like we've seen enough. Yeah, um, I mean, they played Karachi six times and lost it six times. So, yeah, um, we'll, the new roster. We'll see. I, I don't know. I don't really have any expectations yet. We'll have to have to kind of wait and see how it goes. Uh, next to what to heretics. This one. Um, vamos. Vamos. Yeah, it was a it was a bit surprising in the sense of. Listen, they were sort of all over the place for me when you talk about like um, tears because you know, they came out, they had a soft schedule, they performed really well, kind of got a wake up call and got fried at one point, bounced back with the three over optic. You're thinking they've got a chance to maybe make a run. Um, and then you never really, uh, it, oh, I mean, they come to the major and just don't do anything. I think the thing that really was surprising was Journey, who I don't have his stats from the online league in front of me, but he, he was a solid player for them. They were all pretty solid across the board. Like he was, I was he sick that weekend? What? what he came, he got smoked, like absolutely fine. Uh, yeah, no, he he really did. Uh, his stats, the two series. So they got 3-0'd by Optic. They got 3-0'd by Vegas. Uh, Journey had a 0.57 versus Vegas and a 0.64 versus Optic. Um, 
not good at all. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened there. I, I don't really think he was sick because I think if he was sick, they'd probably look at it as an excuse to just be like, all right, y'all bounce back type thing. Well, it still like surprised me in the sense of like he was pretty solid in the online league. Like the team was performing pretty well together. Was it just like an off weekend or what? It seems like there might be more to it in the sense they make a change. Well, I remember the the interviews. The interviews even before like they like three out opted out in one a couple of matches. They were saying they've been getting smoked in online scrims. Like they were like, "Wow, we're we're surprised we we've been getting fried." So true, I think true. when I trouble, is bre- trouble is brewing, they kind of have an idea, right? They have an idea. Uh, so they were going to bring back Eric Boom in. Uh, and he was at the start of the he was in the roster at the start of the year. And then he got benched. Not exactly sure why that happened, but he did. Um, but listen, like right I, before the league started, was it yeah. <laughs> like, like the day before matches or something? It, if I remember correctly, like it happened right before we were like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I think he got like top three in the challengers events. Obviously he just went back to work. I view this Maeve, maybe a little bit differently than the other teams that we have in our league, because obviously this is like a family, right? Like there's no other Spanish teams. There's yeah. not like, I think these guys are going to look out for each other. But I also think if someone is struggling, they're not going to be afraid to pull the trigger and be like, go to challengers, get your confidence back up, and we'll bring you back if the timing is right. Like, if some, like, I, I honestly do. Like, who knows? Journey could be back in this roster. 100%. Um, yeah. Like, I think a lot of these rosters, you see a roster James, that player's never coming back, but you may see multiple rotations of the same players on this team. Yeah, and he got on a solid team with like Major and Cruz, if I remember correctly. So like yeah. it, I figured what the full roster was, but you know, that should be a solid team. Major is always out there grinding through it. Um but no, I th- I think you're right to look at it like that, like five man roster. I would be surprised he comes back. I just like I don't know, it just caught me off guard kind of that a change happened because I forgot to your point that they were struggling so much online because when you see they're sort of up and down over the course of the league, like I thought this is a team they'd sort of battle forward with and try to improve, but mm-hmm. We'll make a change and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, over to Breach. Over to Breach. Uh, so Boston Breach, uh, they lose in the close series versus Surge. They start in a, uh, losers round one. Obviously, I think a big part of this is they just had a really tough online session, right? They go two and five online. And when you're hosting a tournament, you don't want to start in losers round one. Uh, it's just a, it's a tough place to be, right? Like you have this buildup with the crowd. Um, and they just lose in a game five. Uh, they lose both SMDs to Seattle. Uh, you can see right here, competitive in the respawns, but three and eight in search and destroy. And I mean, even when we talked about it before the major, that was kind of the focus. You just had some players in Priest and Slasher who could not get comfortable in SD, right? If you look at those stats right there, they're not pretty. And it's, it's like, it's like this trap game in the sense of like you just watch Surge get bodied by ultra like they look it looks so uncompetitive but they end up being like one of the hottest search teams on the weekend (laughs) so you run into that when you're a team that's struggling in search and yeah suddenly you know your hometown favorites or your hometown heroes whatever are out of it um but what surge kind of came alive after getting beat up by ultra and they just were clicking in snd yeah, I mean, I mean, it was oh. it's really it. Uh, they we'll get to surge here in a bit, but uh, breach they they make a change. I will say one thing that is good for them. I thought I mean, Slasher put up some insane numbers uh, for them on land uh, in their in their match. I think maybe it was like okay, 
just get to land, maybe start in winners, try to get top eight. And the experience we have here will we'll kind of take over. But he has a 1.45 in, in the series. He had 18,300 damage. That may have been shooting. a series record. I, I don't know. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to maybe make a Maven number up. But listen, they win sub base. They just lose two, four, five. And I think the Karachi hardpoint, if I remember, they kind of threw. Uh, I think they were like in control of game four. They kind of let that one slide. So, I mean, there's some chances here, but they, uh, they're making a change and they're going to bring in uh, a seam. So a seam has been all like, if you looked at the challengers polls, they had him as the number one player. So I'm very excited that he's back in the league. Yeah, he was last time he was in the league. We know he was kind of all over the place. Um, I don't think he was pleased with his performance, obviously, like never seemed to be all that consistent. Um, I don't know that he needed a reality check, but maybe he's going in, building your confidence a little bit in challengers and bouncing back into things. We great. I mean, I know we love him as a person, and a player, so mm -hmm. excited he's back in the mix. Uh, I think everyone you want a team with that type of guy. Uh, you put yeah, him and Slasher one at LAG, so they've already been on like an underdog sort of thing <laughs> and had been able to been able to pull out a victory. So, I mean, that was a, that was a weird one. <laughs> that, that was one of the weirder events we've had so far in the CDL with them getting the dub there. But uh, the yeah, I mean, there's just some, some kind of pedigree there. Yeah, I think that's the one where I opened up the interview with uh, Slasher. I just said, what the fuck? Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a weird one. Yeah, it was like, are we actually here? This fever dream, like, what yeah. the hell just happened? Now, listen, I, I think, though, if you look at this roster now, obviously Snoopy is kind of like your 1A, right? You are hoping that this guy truly turns into a superstar. Uh, you know, Slasher's got to be this consistent guy. But then you have two guys who have kind of played a similar role, right? Very selfless, Asim and Priesta will do whatever it takes. But a seam in my mind, like, I think he's got to bring sort of that selfish, maybe more centric style to this roster. It's it's what they need if they want to win against the top teams in this league. Like, they're just going to need more slaying at times. Or just whatever, how their duo works out, he sets Snoopy up to be an absolute lord. I mean... <laughs> Like, well, I that think that's happens. what like, like Priest is here for, though, like as well. Like, I, I, I don't mean if it's like a sub duo, but like we don't have our typical sub duo right now in this game. True. So, so it's so weird to like think about that. I'm so used to like every title there's that dynamic, which is the most important thing on a team. It's like not a thing. I guess all I'm saying is someone here has to elevate, right? Like whether it is a seam continuing to play at this really big level, because I mean, bro, I remember Priest clip the other day, bro. The Priest clip that was going around. I mean, he's always been Twitter. a demon. Always, that guy could shoot. But I just think of a team like, I'm going to go play this site and get dodge 10 grenades. Like, play this insane site, try to do as much as I can. Like, he puts himself in tough positions where I think now you come to a team where you have guys that will do that and I can make some great plays. Like, I can be the playmaker, which he hasn't always been. So, so I just see that happen. Uh, I, mean, so I would love it just because I, I would like to see him frying with like kind of the up and down like here mm -hmm. a couple of years he's had. I would love to see him just slamming people, be a little more selfish. But that's probably a thing I feel like with him or a priest, it's probably tough to like flip that switch sometimes because you're just so used to sort of being that guy that'll do anything. But well, maybe now he can. Maybe yeah. his time and challenges. He's like, screw this, I'm gonna do it. I'm doing what I can. All right, now off to maybe the biggest surprise of the uh, of the event. Uh, the New York Subliners are um, our world champions from last year. Uh, and you can see there on our breaking point cards, what seven, eight hard point. That's probably the thing that stands out to me kind of carried by their, their search, to search and destroy throughout the stage control. Wasn't great either. 
Uh, let's see, they lose a very close series to Rocker, 12, uh, 12 points in hard point, and one round in control. Still, feel like they should be able to beat a, a with the talent they have, a team like Rocker. Um, and then they drop down and play Carolina, and they just get outclassed in the hard points. And very surprising with it's just, the team you have. It's just weird because, like, you we'll always say this whole pack a punch thing, you know, you bring in Sib to sort of fry, and like, there's just been those games where he is like he's putting up most damage in the lobby. You know, he's got a one, two, whatever. Like he is the guy on the map that's going out and botting people, but they're losing the map. Um, just seems like there's been a decent amount of that. And like, you listen, it's only natural that we're going to keep saying, well, I kind of miss Frieza. Would Frieza be the difference? I mean, I just think it has to be like even looming in the back of their minds a little bit. Like, shit, did we screw up? I don't know. Do you think, I, do, you think, just, do, you, do you think this is just a meta thing? Like, because I think this team's engine is the subs, right? Like, as good as Skies and Sib can be, well, just feels like if when Kismet and Hydra are at their best, that's when this team's really just dumb. That was the next thing I was going to say. Back to like my point early in the podcast, and we were talking sort of about just how teams have been kind of just struggling. Some like it's just not not that natural flow, or even like that just standard or typical COD this team might be totally fine, but I, it's not. So it's just sort of a, will Rio coming into the mix maybe be enough to help this team a little bit when it comes to the vetoes, or are they just going to rip it out of there and doesn't really matter too much? I don't know, but it might be one of those maps that kind of helps them a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it should be. I, I mean, obviously they're going to have, they have multiple aspects to face. I guess the good thing for them is I feel like when you have teams like this, they're very good at like respawns and then it's sort of like a hard focus on search. Uh, and this is kind of the opposite. Uh, their search is one of the best in the league, uh, nine and three. Um, and I think it's just finding a map pool because, you know, three and two on Karachi, hard points. And then outside of that is where it gets a little dodgy. I mean, 0 and 3 on Terminal, they played that multiple times. That's 100% a map where guys like Hydra, guys like Kismet can't do anything. You, like, you know exactly where, how everyone's going to play that map. What do you think is harder historically? Like, if you are a Carolina who's doing well in hardpoint, needs to kind of figure out search, or if you're a New York who's got search kind of down and you need to kind of figure out the respawns, like, hmm. I guess in my head, I always think it's going to be a bit easier to improve in search just with I mean, a lot of that time. probably depends like, on ro the roster. I would just yeah, say, yeah, there's, there's a lot of factors, obviously, but I think this team should be able to figure out respawn. You know. it, it, it should. Yes, it I should. Mean, it is talented as hell. Yeah. Um. So I guess this is just a question of, you know, can they get better in stage two? Will Rio help them? Will uh, uh, a meta change help them? But fact is, I mean, I guess you're in fifth place. You have 60 points overall in the CDL. It's not like it's panic time. It just wasn't a good showing here at Major One. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with the subliners. All right, that was our uh, bottom four, I believe. So now we're going to go to our seventh, eighth, and a bit of a surprise, I guess, was uh, Las Vegas. Um, yeah, I guess we thought, dude, who was your? We're going in. Do you know who in your head was like the dark horse? Like, did you have one like pinned down? Because obviously, Rocker is the team that makes the run. But did you have like a dark horse? Or did you give it any thought? I think I had like. No, I don't know if I really had like a crazy dark horse. Honestly, if you told me going bunch, it, like, bro, like, two, I, like I would probably would have picked the Legion or Surge. 
Because I think Legion had a lot of very competitive matches. It's just yeah. they threw a lot of games. So, um, well, well, no, the, the crazy thing. So, like, listen, I'm, I'm just going to tell a story. This this was just kind of funny. Dude, the Purge, Purge has a series where, like, I think it was the lowest, like, KD in a win ever or what, whatever the stat was. was. So, 24 like, and 52 in a 3 0 win. Yeah. It was the. In a point four six. Yeah, I think point four six and like a win was like the lowest ever, or like close to it. I forget what the exact stat was, but like their next series, the green room all gets together and we start pulling for purge because like purge just dropped the point four six. We're like, all right, we're staring them in the minimap. We're all on our feet. I haven't seen nameless that animated in a while, bro. We literally became a room just cheering on purge. It was the most fun I've had watching Call of Duty in a while. We were having a blast. It was just the purge green room. The guy, the guy got slapped. They got the W. We're like, we were just cheering on purge, dude. He could do no wrong. If he made a mistake, we didn't care. We're like, Purge is the best. He's getting baited. It was it was so funny, dude. We were just we were just like on this like purge train, bro. All trying to pull him up, and he had, he had some big plays. He started to actually step it up a little bit, but unfortunately they lost. <laughs> yeah, so they go up two zero over uh, LAG, and then they lose three two. And this isn't the first time this has happened with this team. It feels like maybe just the mental a little bit off where they get reverse swept. But he did play much better. He had like a one point oh one. Um, it was a very close series, but they end up losing a game five terminal six to one. Um. Yeah, I, I I really like this trio. I think I've said it multiple times. This sort of standy Nero attach. I think it's a really strong trio. Um, it's just could purge step up, but I don't know what I don't. Have you seen this timeline now? Of it looks like there was a yeah, there was like a, a scrim. Okay. And they're scrimming, and then what, is it right after this scrim? Basically, the rumor about like Geo coming in or what, whatever happened. Yeah, so it's going to be tough for you to see, it. but I, I'll, I'll read this to you guys. No, I think I, uh, I think I have the tweet. Everybody though. tuning in. So uh, they scrim. So a shout out to Scrim Intel for posting these. So they're scrimming Vegas. Uh, Geo drops thirty six on Karachi. They win. Uh, Geo drops. Was it twenty on Rio? They lose on Skid Row Hardpoint. He's got thirty four. He's thirty four and eighteen. Double positive. On sub base, he has 21 and 22. His team wins, right? So they're beating a pro team. Um, this phase black squad now. And then after that series, Geo is now the main target to replace Standy as it stands. I don't know what happens, but they were like, that kid is insane. Um and it still kind of seems like this is up in the air. There's nothing official. There's like clips of Standy. I, I think I, it was last night where he's like, yeah, these are good guys, but kind of screw them type thing. So I don't really know. I think a lot of people were surprised by these that like Standy was the target with some of the numbers that Purge put up. Well, I think Purge was the lowest KD in the league through a lot of the online portion. So yes, I, I think it is surprising, but I just don't know if it's one of those. Listen, you have... There's a lot of scrims we don't see. You have a coaching staff that's really diving into stuff. Listen, I'm using this primarily as an example, so don't take it as whatever. But like maybe they're watching it like Stanley's not going in first when he should, or he is baiting in spots he shouldn't, or this the pacing is off where they they feel more comfortable. It, it seems surprising though. I don't know. I'm trying to think of how to like justify it when Purge has been struggling so much, but I feel like there's gotta be something they're seeing in scrims or something the coaching staff seeing that maybe like he's being left out the drying spots. People aren't going into the order they should, people aren't taking the routes right. they should um, just little things that maybe we're, we're not seeing is my, is my guess if this even happens, but it would be yeah, surprising. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be surprising just knowing the, this kind of talent that Sandy has. Um, 
Again, we'll wait for uh, official channels, but that is the current rumor for this Legion roster. Well, listen, he's been, bro, he's been dropped and picked up a fucking lot in his career already. So, like, it's true. Feels like there's something going on. No, you're not Man. wrong with that. Yeah. I feel like he's been in and out of teams more than any player in the league. That's still in the league. That hasn't dropped down to challengers. I, I am totally making up this stat, but I feel like Standy is 100% bounced around more than like anybody. Well, I think he's more just like benched, comes back with Rocker. Uh, then he got picked up for Vegas last year. Yeah, and just didn't qualify for champs. So, probably totally, yeah, he, probably totally exaggerating, but like it just feels. No, so no. Like, I mean, there was moments where he didn't get picked up. Maybe some people were like, "Why? What happened here?" Um, but we'll see what happens with him. And, and I, maybe for Purge, this is if I'm going to play the second sub, maybe a more comfortable position, which will help him. Which is ob obviously something that's that's very important. Uh, so we'll see what happens with this Legion lineup. Listen, I, I think the. Best case scenario for Legion is is Nero played really well and Attach put up some crazy numbers on land. Uh, they three on Miami probably should have beat LAG, but they didn't. In terms of a first stage for Legion, if you're a Legion fan, not the worst place they have been in. It feels like you have a foundation here, like you do. They're they're in ninth place right now with uh, 25 CDL points. Where like last year and the years before that, you're like, are they going to find some CDL points? Yeah, I mean, last year, I think there was more of it with Clay and that team, but like it, you were the laughing stock to leave for a long time. So I think just being competitive, sure. I mean, they're yeah. not, spending, they're not shelling out a ton of cash for a roster. Um, but if you can be competitive and I don't know, I, I, I'm curious to see what happens because this would be, I think this would shock a lot of people if that, if that change went down. But that's one yeah. of those, I think, just where there's more to a team than many realize. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, all right, off to the next team, and maybe the crowd favorite in in uh, in, in Boston. I'm not even kidding you. I think honestly, I had the most the fun Carolina casting Carolina man. without question. No, and I, I think far. the crowd did as well. Uh, over to Carolina, who uh, we saw before the major, they brought in TJ because Real had uh, they brought in fellow in, in TJ because Real had visa issues. Then they go through the team change, and they looked competitive online, but then it land. Yeah, they looked great. I mean, at least in their response. So they end up beating New York, eliminating them in losers round one. Uh, it was a crazy match. It was a great match. They win both of those hard points. They're able to win a search and destroy. I think it's just we're excited to see this roster develop now. I mean, they, they you know, I, I mentioned this many times in the podcast or where like Clay has said it before, like usually takes like one event and he knows if he has a team that can like win. Um, and I don't know how he feels exactly right now, but I feel like in that short amount of time that we got the drastic improvements they saw, especially in Hardpoint, we know that they had what basically zero S and D practice going into the event. Um, yeah, you can see that right there. It's two and 11. That's not yeah, good by the way. <laughs> yeah. But what is it with this actual <laughs> roster? I mean, it's not good, but you didn't play that many. Um, Cause what did you get? You got, Two two league matches going in with this. Yeah, roster? they lost to uh, Phase in a game five. It was two game fives. Thieves in a game five. Yeah, it was two game fives. But I think um, they won all the hard points. Yeah, you saw you saw the potential there with the hard points. Um, well, and I think Clay, that's just kind of it. Like if we're beating some of these teams in hard point, like that to me is a. Well, I would think if I had Clay skill, fellow skill in test. TJ in the history of like their careers, like I would think give us some time, search to assure we're gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. yeah that but will they it. improve in search will there be a fall off elsewhere like we've seen with teams in the past um 
I find myself rooting for this team. I want them to succeed just, you know, based on some of the struggles you've had, obviously for um, just this franchise, you always find yourself rooting for clay a little bit. Cause he's been competing for 400 years. TJ was frying, bro. He was looking like prime Tej at times. I think that's it. It's going to be while doing that <laughs> while getting your S and D maybe under it's not a teams are going to catch up in respawns or figure out your map pool, but against uh, some of the best, like, can you keep playing at this high of a level if you are TJ, right? If Gwyn felt like he didn't play his best once TJ and fellow were out of this roster, so we see Gwyn continue to improve. Clay was shooting. Clay's... I'm not worried about Clay. It's kind of the other pieces of which can they maintain this this high level in those respawns as they improve search. Yeah, I think Clay's just at this point, he's going to have maps where he is taken over and then he'll have this occasional dud so it's going to be the kill he'll have, he'll have probably like you like, i just can't move my thumb <laughs> yeah i gotta wear my yeah get your brace yeah. on this is my life now i don't have it on right now but i'm having some chronic inflammation in my thumb joint yeah, no no listen no? listen I, I, cr listen crowder had to wear one too guys i've been struggling hours into my stream with thumb pain and like my thumb being very stiff so i went Ended up going, I thought it might be like arthritis or something. It was my fear. I got to wear this thing when I'm not playing. I went to an orthopedic surgeon, orthopedic doctor. They basically told me it's like chronic inflammation because I play a lot of games off stream too. My, I'm always using my thumb. It's never healed. It's been going on for like a year or two. And it gets to a point where my thumb is just sore and so tight that I, I kid you not, I can't aim. Like it feels like I'm using a piece of wood as a thumb. Um, so now I'm taking anti-inflammatory. I'm supposed to wear this little brace thing on my thumb when I'm not playing. That's 38 years old. That's life. And this is a lesson to all the young gamers out there, maybe some CDL pros if you're listening. Take care of your take, hands. Take care of your hands. Yeah, I mean, these are, these are the tools, you know? You and I were just laughing, though, because I imagine those orthopedic doctors, and you're going to see this come up a lot here. Like, you're not, you're not the first. You are just the, no. the wave of the starts, the starting wave, because there's going to be a lot of this coming in. Yeah. We're, we're all going to be replacing our hands with, like, titanium... <laughs> robotics of some sort i don't know i just broke down eventually so i gotta go to the doctor dude i can't do this anymore like i'm like frying for a while and i'm like i can't shoot straight people are why are you shooting circles i'm like i can't feel my thumb i, just, I can't move it <laughs> like i can like close this thumb like to here i'm trying to get an angle of this like this this is my this is this thumb that's as far as i can go i just i have like i can't do shit with it it's just so tight so trying to heal it yeah so work on that take care of yourself everybody take care <sighs> of even your hands when you're playing games and don't death grip the controller like Maven, because that's probably the biggest issue here. Listen, I have been trying to drink less caffeine, and when I drink a little less ca caffeine, I, I do that less. So I'm trying to work on that. But yeah, I just really like to grab my controller. Yeah. I don't know what's Spe wrong with me. Speaking of caffeine, over to Seattle Surge, who uh, well, this is our fifth, six teams, <laughs> fifth, six teams now uh, of the events. Listen, there is a... Uh, listen, this team started off. You and I casted. Did we cast that Surge Toronto match? We did. Yeah. Did you say, did we? Yeah, no, I honestly Joe, like. Joe looked at me when I was over it. and said, he said, he goes, that is the least competitive series I've casted in my career. And I was like, I don't know yeah. what the fuck that was. Okay. That's the honest truth. Well, um, it was also our first series, right? Yes. Yeah, it was this our was, first was series. One. Yeah, we were having. We were like, all hyped up. 
we're having like a little we we're having some audio issues too and the games were restarting and like we were a little out of it but from other distractions you guys wouldn't see but then the gameplay i was just like are we being trolled like what is what is happening here it looked like ultra was just running at them without a care in the world like they were playing like an am team that like a top 128 am team like it, it was unreal just body slamming them That's to, the point, to the point where uh, i thought they were trolling yeah the skid row yeah. i was like what is, what is happening it was 4-0 like we're being bad. trolled I actually thought like someone, well, they have the wrong input on or what, but it, I, they just, I mean, that's when we were like, holy shit, how good is this ultra team, right? Well, I think it, for me, I thought we knew ultra was good. I think I was more thinking, wow, you know, these GAs and stuff and the, the inability to scram, like look how far back surge is. That was my thought at the time. I wasn't really thinking that ultra was that far ahead. I was thinking surge are just, they've been able to scrim, you know, they're playing sh like shit, but obviously with the rest of the tournament playing out, Ultra are a lot better than everyone, <laughs> and that, that becomes more clear. But in the moment, no, nah, I wasn't really thinking about Ultra as much as I was like, wow, Surge are getting smoked. Um, yeah. It's hard to tell in the moment sometimes until you see how their stuff plays out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they get stomped, but then they bounce back. They win in uh, two game fives versus Boston and Carolina. Yeah. Um, taking out, they, they became the villains very quickly uh, of the weekends uh, just with uh, beating Boston and then beating Carolina. Like I said, they, honestly, even with some of the, the later matches on Sunday, the crowd was very much behind that Carolina team. That may have been the, the loudest that that room got. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, even our, our production team is like fucking with people, like with the they show, like Illy, then they yeah. show Clay, like, ah, yeah. Ah, they was going back and forth. It was, uh, yeah, that was the most fun I had casting over the, the weekend. It was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, you just have minimal consistency, I think, from a slaying standpoint and respawns, right? This was kind of the issue with this team. We kind of knew it It could happen. You just needed some players to step up. Um, great search and destroy squad. It's how they stayed alive in the tournament. It's how they're not in a much worse position because right now they're sitting in six in the CDL standings with 60 points. But there's just some rumblings going, going around uh, about a potential roster change inbound. This just came out a little bit ago from uh, Intel CDL. Um, first, we had potentially exploring options of Illy. There's then people wondering, is it RCDs, nobody really has any idea, but today it came out is that Brezzy is expected to join Seattle Surge um, according to the rotation. Uh, Brezzy was a, uh, a French player who's played with Abuza. We've had him in, what, the CWL Black Ops 4, right? I mean, he was he was fantastic. He was their best player, like, with those French teams. To, it's, to my best memory, it was what, like, oh, God, I, him, Whalers, I forget the exact rosters, but, like, he was, I, in my head, always like the best player back on the Vitality teams or Millennium or whatever they were playing under at, at the moment. Um, but I remember you and I always, like, he was our favorite. Like, just four Yeah, then he size. played with, like, he played with, like, was it, like, E6 at some point in the end of Black Ops 4? Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm going to look yeah. now, because I'm going to go so, Black Ops 4. That's when he really had a, a great year, and I was like, how's this guy not in the league? Yeah, so he was on, they qualified for the Pro League with Denial. Then he joined Elevate. Then he got on E6. Uh, they finished fourth at COD Champs. That it's year. funny because I'm thinking Vitality Millennium. That's just years before that. Yeah, one. It, was yeah, like it, the first it really is years before. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I was see a blast. So they finished fourth. He played alongside General Kismet, Gatorx, Mayhem. And I was like, he's going to probably be in the league. Uh, it doesn't happen. Obviously, everything with COVID sticks around, sticks with it. Uh, obviously, he's doing what he can. Uh, and then Vanguard kind of crushed it too he was on that team with kismet in like havoc when they won like all the tournaments in a row either way 
Um, so Linz and Hydra are both just raising the stock of French players, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> bit by bit with how they've been performing. I mean, no, I'm bullshit, but like, honestly, shit. Those two have been, uh, those two have been dominating. I mean, obviously, all, all drama aside, I think we just thought with how this team is playing in respawns, if they want to win, this team is going to need to change. Um, maybe you get a Booza to the AR role again. I is he's been he's had moments as a sub, but all we heard last year is that this guy's the best main AR in Challengers should be a main AR needs to run an AR. We don't get to see that, so maybe Brezzy coming in puts him into that spot. We get the best of Booza, you get a great Brezzy. This surge team is competing with the best. Yeah, I guess the, the question is just if it is Ali or whatever it ends up being. Like, he was the backbone in search sometimes. Like, he would get hot and I mean, him just sort of, too. Yeah. him just sort of like brushing off all the booze and stuff and, and going on streaks in the, the search and destroy. Like, do you lose a little bit about what's kind of, uh, kind of carried you to this point in the search and destroy? So, can you maintain that? Um, so, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, Ali stuff. Ali was, yeah, it was something. Yeah, hopefully he uh, takes care of himself, gets everything under control. We'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, seven and thirteen, a hard point, two and not in control, but obviously a great search team. Over to the other fifth six team, maybe by surprise, maybe not, was to uh, the Los Angeles Gorillas. Um, you know, Diamond Khan was great throughout stage one. Competitive here in the respawns again, another team that's struggled in search of destroy. As far as I know, they're they're sticking together. I, I don't think there's been anything with this team, but uh, I mean, what you get three zero by phase, you win three one over LAT, you win three two over Vegas in a reverse sweep. And you have maybe, maybe the most the, memorable moment of the weekend, like Fame's triple, maybe like the, wasn't it Fame where it's like that random like transfer hits the bullet on the guy behind the car? Oh yeah, that was insane. Yeah, that that might have been my most memorable moment of the weekend. Like honestly, I play. I was like, wait, where was the third guy? And you were watching slow mo and realized how he actually got it. That was uh, that was nuts. Or the other most memorable moment, or one of them of the weekend, Adam Assault in his hand warmers. Never gonna shy away from Assault Boston. Get I need it better than my left hand now that my thumb will be down. Gotta get stronger in my left hand. Yeah. You could just like if it doesn't work, just try like slapping whatever. With, like, yeah, I've got, I've got two braces. I got another one here. This one, this one's even dude, I can't even move anything, bro. Anyway, I've got multiple um, braces, bro. Listen, did I I mean I didn't think that was gonna happen. This is a team that's kind of maybe been wanting a moment like this, like uh, so getting behind the team. Maybe not in the that's how you shake the hand warmers, yeah. Maybe not in the fashion that they wanted, but the crowd got behind this squad. It did. I, it, I like, dude, there were a couple of things that have just been surprising me. Like, I, listen, I know with like the GA stuff, how Seattle was viewed, but like when I knew of like Illy coming back and all this, that team being like a chip on their shoulder, like I thought they were going to be like fan favorites at times. And now they've become like the villains. LAG, I didn't really see that whole thing happening with the fan warmers. And then suddenly the crowd was really behind them. Uh, it was sort of an interesting weekend for, for that type of stuff, but it really was. Yeah. I did not see the hand warmers really taken off. Like they did. Like at first, the first time I saw, it, I was like, ha ha. And then i saw 400 more times over the course of the weekend. I even when they played their one match, what was that Saturday night? They were like the last one. Um, did you believe Amazon's calling me? Oh. The people were, were all over that, all over that. Um, so they end up inevitably losing in a game five versus rocker. Uh, but listen, they're eighth overall. 
uh, in CDL points with 50. This is a young team. I think like similar to Carolina, where I just want to see where this roster goes. Because I think it can go in a multiple ways. It can go in a... They're going to figure out search, stay competitive, and respawn, and be a really fun team to watch. Or I think this could go south very quickly. I feel the same exact way. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't have... Dude, I don't know how I feel about LAG. Like, I was... Remember, this is the team I was convinced they were really, like, a good team um, after hearing yeah, about kind of scrims and stuff. And then... Struggling online. And then... Yes, That's exactly. The then they start struggling right after that. I'm like, oh, well, what the fuck do I know? Apparently nothing. Um, I don't really feel all that different, I guess, after the major. I thought they were capable of getting, like, a top six. They did. Okay. I think anything changed too much for me. All right. Then over to maybe the... I mean, what a turnaround from this team. Biggest surprise, I think, for, for everybody. Yeah. Bracket buster. Fourth place, uh, Minnesota Rocker. How in the hell did they do this? Bro, they looked uh, dead in the water like uh, a month ago. At they least that's how it started the league one, two, was it 0 and 4? 0 and 4? Park? Yeah. Then they go to 2 and f- 3 and 4. They went three in a row online, and then they upset New York. They do end up getting smoked by Ultra, but they then win uh, another one in the game five versus LAG. And honestly, they had a pretty competitive game versus versus Optic. Um, yeah. They, they kind of get bullied around in those hard points, but I just think the turnaround, you just got to give them their props. I mean, I did not see this happening. I thought this team was no. team change 100%. Same, same. And it, it seems like one of those squads now where, like, if they can just bump the S&D a bit, like, they're that, that, they're that two, three, five threat that people are scared of because they're right around, like, 50-50 in uh, the respawns. If they just get the... You just usually, you can't make a deep run. I mean, fourth is... I mean, fourth is a deep run. That, that's a great job. But, like, mm. you, you, you're not going to win the event if you're 50-50 in all modes. Like, you need one that's sort of like your carry. If they can just find that one mode that's sort of... Well, actually, I'd have to look at, like, more recently, like, just from the major, because we're looking at the overall numbers, which is tough, because they improved so much. So, yeah, ignore what I just said. Because that's, like, over what the course. That's, that's including, like, the on 4 I'm more just saying, if they've got one mode that's sort of their bread and butter, like, they have a real chance to, like, make, a, make an even deeper I th- run. I think their search got better over the weekend, because they end up beating LAG in two searches, right? But you could see their rocker having some fun. Thank fuck for Raven. <laughs> <laughs> As they were able to, uh, you know, Take care of business there, but uh, yeah. When you get that going, able to take down New York. Dude, this game is literally like the no staking thing. It's just brought some people back from, I mean, like clay and accuracy. Like <laughs> people, you know, struggled in some titles where the movements maybe a little more advanced, like accuracy out there doing his thing. Yeah, I, I think we're just hoping. Um, I mean, Lindsay has been great for this team. Yeah, and you're just looking brilliant. at another someone else to step up. I think for us, it's we've kind of focused on awakening, who could potentially be a star for this team. Uh, we said it a lot at the the major sort of gig awake. If he can get into that form, we'll see what this team can do. But they have, I mean, very much turned their season around. Um, with how good they were at the events, they're in fourth place now in CDL standings with 75 points. I mean, they're ahead of New York. They're 25 points behind Optic. We'll see with stage two how they get, but. Uh, that's it for Rocker. Over to our, our third place team, Mave. With Opti, you good? 
Amazon. Yeah, it'll be two and a half in a voicemail. I'll deal with that. <laughs> Let's get to our third place team, Joe. The saga continues. It's my dumbbells, bro. It's my dumbbells. I got to get those so I can start lifting, man. I think they left them outside. You literally, get you literally have a gym to walk to. But anyways. Walking. It's not far. It's not far. Uh, 150 not, yards. Yeah, over to Optic. Uh, you get wins over Miami, Surge, and Rocker, which I think you say those three teams... I think expected wins, uh, but then they lose to to phase twice. Uh, they finish in third. I think the thing that stands out to me about this team is kind of like the two ways that they lost is like kind of a concern. Like total opposite. Like you've lost in just every way you can sort of. Yeah. I mean, the first way they lose in a game five, they lost two, three, five. Um, and you lose both hard points, right? In the next one. Yeah, and then the second one, the vetoes changed. They didn't play Skid Row Hardpoint, which I think was a question mark for a lot of people, and they opted for Terminal. Uh, they lose all the respawns they win the search versus phase in the loser's final, right? Yeah, loser's yeah. final. I mean, listen, I, I think if I was an Opti fan, I'm pretty happy with it. Top three, competitive on, on Sunday. Could have gone differently, though. Uh, I think each player, like, between, like, Kenny, Shotzi, and Dashi, they've ha they had some maps where everyone's a little bit off, but Pred was consistent as hell throughout the weekend. He was great. Probably what you hoped for as an Opti fan. Just a beast slaying monster. Is it, like, is there enough time gone by, like, that you would... Do you put any stock in the sense that their change was a bit more dramatic than Ultra and Phase? He got started a little bit late, obviously, with Pred traveling, whatever the visa. Like, do those matter at this stage already after the first major? Like the fact that maybe it was a little bit easier to get going in this title if you're ultra in phase and make a one person swap. Right. It's a pretty pretty significant change for Optic. Like, is it just more of a see a bit more time? This team can be obviously a serious threat to be winning tournaments. I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think just maybe philosophies, right? We know the type of player that Kenny is. And I think Pred talked about it on, on, uh, on stream. Like they said that they kind of had to flip their vetoes a lot. Like sub base. It's not like supposedly they didn't even practice really having sub base as sort of the, the map pick that they thought it was, uh, we're just going to throw it in there and see what happens. And it got much better at land. So they just kind of winged it and sub base ended up being that map. It's like, I guess some scrims at the land weren't going well on other maps. So they were just like, F it, let's play sub-base. Well, what was the thing that uh, was on Reddit or whatever that Ann found where they were like, somebody said something, Dash, she was like, shh. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. Supposedly, Pred, I guess, after the event, literally said like, no, we didn't like plan for this. It's just that scrims weren't going great at the, uh, at the event, okay. and we just threw sub-base in. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought there was like something more to something Ant was saying in the green room. I couldn't remember exactly what he said, but that, if that's post-event, that's after what I'm thinking about, so... I mean, I, that'll happen sometimes. I'm sure it happens sometimes in your pro career where you've had a map that scrims isn't really clicking a certain weekend you're scrimming. You're like, this feels good, and you play it. I, I'm sure that's happened to every team. It probably happens a lot more than people think where a strategy or something you're doing online is working extremely well. You, you get to an event, and it is just not working. It, it does happen very often. Um, Do you think it's probably less nowadays with 
there's probably more online balance now, right? With the dedicated servers that we have and the way things work versus like the old days. Or I mean, if you go real far back, you get player hosts and stuff. There's probably less yeah. of that now, I'd think. Like the online swings a little bit less, but it can probably. still happen, surely. No, it, it absolutely should. Or, or just the map is starting to go really well. And then a couple of, I don't know, tough scrims and maybe some ar- not arguments, discussions, and you're just like, ah, fuck it, let's throw, let's just play something else. Like, oh. we can't get, we can't get on the same page. Listen, I'm sure for people at home that play, it just ranked, or like, you have your favorite maps, you have your maps that kind of click for you, your maps that don't click. Sometimes for me, it's just been like, I'm just playing something, like, in any game, and it's something just clicks. We're like, oh, this makes sense now, this feels good, I like this, and that could just happen, it might be a one-player thing. Yeah, you just get into a flow, and suddenly, like, oh, we're flying all of a sudden. Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, it could absolutely happen. Uh, yeah, like I said probably happens more often than not, or than you think. Uh, again, I think if you just can we bring up those their their player cards again? To me, this just screams like a Kenny team. How many times have we seen his teams be great at respawn early in the year? Kind of struggle at search. Maybe that's what bites them in the ass, and then they get better at search, and they be get really, really good, right? Like this. There's sort of kind of that trend. optic teams too over the years. True. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, maybe maybe not maybe not recently, but you think over the course of like there was a five, six year stretch where it was the same shit. Yeah. I think this is another one where you look at like just the meta player like Shotzi. This isn't probably the easiest thing for him. Very limited. Maybe bringing in maps like Rio helps him out. Um so yeah. I think optic is Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be very competitive throughout the year. I think I think you walk away like, I don't know, it just seems very fixable. Like, you know, you know where your improvements need to be. You know what to target. Work on it and see how it goes. But yeah, no, they, they, they should be a consistent force. Um, on to phase. Um, shit, I mean, I guess they had me convinced. Well, okay, well, well, our one worry when we were talking about hard points, you and I just like off stream just chatting was like, the hard points have improved. They're getting way more wins, but it's been a lot of these like just clutch wins, right? Clutch wins, clutch wins that they've been able to do. This appears a bit on land, and here we are. Like hey, now, I'm just wondering: is it the same old phase? Yeah. So uh, tournament starts off well for them. They uh, get some really wins, three over LAG. But yeah, kind of what you were talking about: your woes or hard point concerns come into play where they lose both to optic. They still win the match. Uh, which I think is good, right? You get tested a little bit. You, you know, you have draws on this team now. Uh, Simp had a crazy series. Uh, and we haven't seen FaZe versus Ultra. We get to the winner's final. And I was like, this is done. It's like, how much How much do you put in, like, like our FaZe as good as we thought they are? Ultra, where it was just one of those stages, one of those weekends for Ultra, where they just were above everyone. Because they kind of fry everybody. It's not like... Phase are the only team to get shit on. Ultra were running through everybody. Like, no, no, no. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm at with it. Like we saw this at the program last year with uh, with New York, right? I mean, New York was no. a solid online team. They get to the land and it, they just looked miles ahead, and everybody was like, "Yeah, they just figured the game out. They figured the game out, right?" You, we don't know that, right? We're not seeing their scrims every single day, um, so we have no clue. It's just we didn't see these matchups. It's not like we saw FaZe versus Ultra online. We just didn't. So we had no clue. We were ready for a, a banger. And I mean, even the winner's final was a 3-1. But you could just tell, I mean, the 6-1 invasion searched them, Ultra did. 
They beat them by 125 on sub-base hard points. Uh, they won the Karachi hard point pretty comfortably. I think you were just watching that winner's final. Like, yeah, they are a couple of steps behind of Ultra. But I will say, if you then look at the final series, I think that, it was that's much That's a coin closer. flip in some spots, bro. Yeah, no, that, that's a coin flip. And but I don't know about hard coin points, flip. Well, okay, sorry. I more mean like the, the the two maps that kind of were like a coin flip towards the end, like in those clutch moments, it was like two hard points decided by like 10 points. It was Karachi and Skid Row. And Karachi, they had diner control, if I remember correctly. And like that close, like parallel spawn came in, but Ultra, it was just sort of everyone off to the races. It was one of those frantic moments where if you look at it, probably as people are getting set up, FaZe were there first. FaZe probably should have won. If they win both those hard points, who knows how that final goes? That's more what I mean by a coin flip. Like they, they yeah. just those two maps, those two maps, they were very, very winnable. And if they win those two, who the hell knows? It's not, it's not at all like the winner's final. I'm like, they just got shit on this. This was, it, it was a battle. Yeah, it, it was, I think it was a closer tournament than people expected or a closer final, but I, I will say this. I don't think anybody had them losing all three searches to Ultra. I, you all know, three. Ant and I were arguing, and even after the winner's final, I still thought I still thought they were the better search team. And then in the final, yeah. I'm like, well, shit, no, fuck me, I'm wrong there. Uh, yeah, we, we just saw those player cards. Uh, they were 12-4 and four in S&D. Three of those losses throughout Stage 1 came versus Ultra. They lost these maps 18 to 5 round count. It's not even like they were close. It was what, two six twos and a six one. Uh Ultra bodied them. So that was probably my biggest surprise. It's like, okay, you had your clutch moments that didn't go your way in the hard points. But this is a team now with Hydraza. I mean, a BZ struggled in, in the finals again with a point seven eight. And could be the game. Whatever. Well, I think we've been making this excuse for basically every player in that role right now. Yeah. It's just a little weird, this title. I'm I, like, I think I saw the stat. It's like 9 of 22 on Sundays, Mav, like finals-wise. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Like, I saw someone said in a, a comment, like, people don't talk nearly enough about the fact they've won one event um, since Cold War. I'm like, I think it's brought up all the time, but I think, I think it's just it's weird because, like, everybody wants to win. Time. But, but but like I think I think most people of your former pros or someone like myself that like you watch this and you care about the league the biggest thing you probably put stock in is average placement like that's the hardest thing consistency to yeah. keep it's, it's it's consistency so like when you look at their average placement you're like wow it's unbelievable but on the flip side of that like it's yeah what was it like their stat the J cap stat like the second places I saw it's like Abizi's already approaching it or something like that or or, or caught him it's like pretty unbelievable where. I don't know. It's like they're they're so good, just not good enough. The only thing I'll say with this one is like we just didn't know how good Ultra was. Obviously, some of the previous ones, a lot of the times we went in like phases the heavy like like a favorite, right? Um, and maybe you look at post Cold War like Vanguard. I mean, they were in literally every single one, and they lost every single one. Um, so that is a big part of this record. Uh, yeah. I just like. I don't know what it is, why they can't close on some of these days. That's that's sort of the question. And I think the problem is, is that like mentally, this has to be tough. How is it not? And if this keeps up, there just may be a, one of these guys might just be like, I just got to see like, kind of like what else is out there. Like, I can't keep doing this. At what point do you just like break? It's just weird. Cause like you still are the average, you're there every Sunday. Like, I, I know it's just weird, bro. 
But someone might just be like, ah, fuck it, I gotta see something different. I just don't know if the core three is ever they, they seem to just be good, bro. I mean every time I like hear about it, they're just like they're pals. There's no split them up, but eventually you're right. Maybe something it might changes. just break, someone might just break down. I don't know how yeah. you wouldn't. Yeah. How you wouldn't. Um so we'll f- see a phase. Uh, what's in, crazy too though is like you put sort of like can't close, but like they had a perfect like clutch record, right? Right, like in the, the online portion. Perfect. Like anytime it was like I think a 30 point hard point, they won. That just went out the fucking window come the tournament. Now it's a weird stat because I don't know. It's the it's just strange within 30 points, but like they, they were basically perfect and then they lost in all those moments. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, another second place for FaZe. Again, with Rio, I think this this helps, you know, sort of simping up easy, but Sim spin on Same. I mean, I think he he's pretty fine in that role. Give him an AR. Like I don't think he really cares. He's sort of Mr. Do it all. We know that, but um yeah, BZ seems to be going through a little bit in this title. All right. And then over to our uh, our champions, the Toronto Ultra on the Toronto Ultra podcast. Give me to a hard point and I'm going to come. Do we? That is true. Do we start the like Canadian national anthem? Do we put that on there? Oh, can it? Okay. No, we don't have to. Um, I mean, you and I talked about it. We didn't cast them online at all. Zero. Not one single time. Not one yeah. time. So we didn't see them, uh, which kind of oh, made saw it them, But like, it's weird when you, when you cast, like, it's weird. You just watch it way more. Like when I, when I've caught up, like in the background or like I'm watching a match, like you just don't watch it with the same, like well, focus that you yeah. do when you're casting. It's just different. It is. Um, and honestly, I, I haven't seen, like, I've seen some scrims with them, but holy fuck. Were they good? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you just see the hard point 15 and one. Uh, the search got better and better, obviously, at, at the event. You know, you win three versus face in the winner's final and final. Well, this okay. this is where, when we did, when we had the listen in with them, um, it was what? It was Skid Row. I think it was like a two-minute listen in we heard. The difference between, uh, we know we're talking about what's going on with FaZe in these moments. Like, the difference between what we'll hear with, like, a FaZe or, like, a lot of the other teams versus them, like... It was literally like they were in a library, bro. Like, just chatting. I don't know if I don't know if Scrap had to say a word during the two minutes. They broke P two on Skipper, one of the hardest to break, and it was just sort of like a okay, nice job, guys. And like that level of calm, and that's been a thing we've talked about with a lot of even their teams before. Like this change, before you brought an envoy, and before you brought Scrap in, like the culture of his team going back, and like it's just like. I don't get how they're like that. I don't understand how you're just so calm. It freaks me out, Joe. It makes my brain hurt. Well, I, I think uh, the plan is next week to hopefully talk to one of them um, yeah. uh, on the podcast. Yeah. You, we'd love to chat with them and before going into stage two um, and maybe ask some of those questions. But I, I, I go back to our episode of Bands and just kind of the way he talked about it. And I think that was the start of it, right? Like the Cold War year and even before that. But he talked about how they only scrim like once a day. They just watched some VODs. They kind of hung out. And I think it's probably similar here. Like, it's like, we're going to ramp ourselves up for one script, which is totally different than everyone else. It, it's like, it's a different culture thing. We're going to ramp up or sort of play our, our game for two to three hours. Because if you think about it, it's not like old school tournaments. CDL matches, you have one a day. 
most of the major you have one a day, except for potentially for Sunday. You ramp up for a few hours, you do your job, and you're done. And it feels like it's like you know you've seen us do some of the extra they have. Okay, let's listen to the. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's start. It, we got a video of Inside Kai talk about. Let's go. Let's go to that. He talks about better than we're going to. It's like you know you've seen us doing all the the hand stretches and all that stuff, and yeah, make jokes about it and all that. But like doing stuff like that as a team is like so important. I feel like um, just creates like that unity in the team. Like getting up and doing something, getting away from the monitors, getting away from the bots, and laughing and joking, doing your stretches, or going for dinner, or whatever it may be you do as a team, as long as you're doing it together and creating that like brotherhood outside of the game. I feel like that reflects in-game as well. Cause you know, I've, in the past, like when I was an AM, I'm sure it's like, you know, you've seen us doing all the, mm -hmm. the hand stretch. So, I mean, there's a couple of things I want to take from this. If you ever see Ultra walking around at events, there are like some extra folks that aren't like the coaches with them. Like they have, I'll probably get something wrong here, but like, uh, uh, like a performance director, they they have like, there's uh, there's extra elements to this team that I don't think some teams have, and it feels like it's 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 working. You talking it's like just, like therapists, nutritionists, like that type of stuff, yeah. like different different like coaching. I don't know exactly what they are, but okay, I just want to clarify what you what you meant. I mean, yeah, making sure they're taking care of their bodies, what they're eating and drinking on on match days, like. It feels like they're taking this another level. And I think in the past, this has worked. It's just that you didn't have Envoy and Scrap on this team. Like, if you look at past Ultra teams, they've been the second most consistent team well, throughout the CDL. It's just like, felt like they needed a little, they just got out talented at times. Right? The, yeah, that's that's why we thought the CMB so scary when they got Envoy. It, it's weird because, like, I, I guess I was like, surprised how good they were this weekend like how far ahead they were but then in my head i'm like why why i remember when they were making this change i was like dear fucking god because mm -hmm. you got this team even before when you know you had had bands who was maybe struggling at times um or the team when they just couldn't keep up like they still they still were a threat to anyone and everyone and still were like, still still like a top two yeah still a threat to everyone at all times now you do like this is more of a a New York like pack a punch like you you really do upgrade in some spots where you have some fucking firepower and you're able to maintain that same level of like chemistry and calmness and camaraderie and uh, I don't know maybe I'm overhyping it but like are they just gonna is, I don't know if this is slowing down no this was a Cold War like phase stage this is like complete dominance I mean look at the stats here 15 and 1 93 74 obviously they know where they can improve the tough thing for them is going to stage two of the game I don't want to say it completely changes, but it changes a lot. I'm not like worried about it, but when you're this good, it obviously kind of sucks with the game has a bit of an overhaul. Um, but yeah, but if I, I, I trusted know. a team to like figure it out where their heads at, feel like they're going to figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just their listenings, how they operate. They're like fucking robots. They really are. It's, it's just, I, I it's insane to me. When I hear them talk to each other sometimes, I'm sure there are some more moments. There are moments that are maybe a little more frantic, but I couldn't believe that. So that was like one of the biggest takeaways for me at the event. I just heard that. I don't really, really tweet all that much anymore. Uh, but I think my only tweet at the event or one of my few was like about that. I was just like, what the shit? What are we listening to? They're so calm just going around spanking people. <laughs> yeah, they, they absolutely are. Uh, Kleenex wins your uh, MVP. Uh, props to Kleenex. I mean, he was uh, incredible. He's just been a staple for this team since, yeah, I mean, since the start. 
Um, I think I saw a tweet the other day. I'm going to try to find Easily it. Easily got to insight, too. Like, I mean, honestly, they were on another level. Well, if you look at... If you look at the final stats, the final stats, you will see some pretty crazy numbers because Insight has a 1.42 uh, in the finals. Um, the rest are all under a one. They they did like the slaying was very close in that final. Like I figured it should be with the, the hard points the way they were. Like, yeah, but I mean, he he literally he was plus twenty five. So insane stuff for him. But overall, as a tournament, I mean, yeah, MVP. And yeah, here, here's this tweet. This is from Brian Sands. Uh, either, yeah. either of them could have got it, bro. Like, uh, he is a five-time champion now. He is one of eight players who hasn't missed a single league match in CDL history. I thought that was awesome. Oh. Uh, he is a first play, he's the first player to win a tournament in all five years of the CDL, which I thought was awesome. Uh, and he has two champs finals appearances, one of 17 players who accomplished it. So this guy's building a resume. And this is what I mean, like, you know, you hear like the NBA, like the like heat culture. Like I, I really do. Hopefully, we we have one on next year and just like talk to them about sort of their practice and outside the game because it feels like they are doing something a little bit different than everyone else. Like yeah, everybody's I I like, hear everybody's like, we had a two guy. to three series in. We got a VOD. We gotta do this, and they're like, we're gonna play our ones, or at least we'll see how much it changed. But remember, Vance was like, yeah, we we showed up. We hardly warmed up. Played our our one series and we got off. Well, we never asked Vance was sort of who was like the the lead of that. Like who was pushing that? Like was it a player? Was it somebody on the organization? As more changes happen with this team, I'm starting to wonder that even more. So I'd be yeah, I would love to have a player on just ask him like who's doing oh, it. It's impressive. Yeah, there's that tweet. I mean, guys, uh, Cleus has been a monster. Um, excited to see this team. And again, you, you add Rio into this mix. You have Envoy. You have I was literally watching a scrap last night, and he's like, I can't fucking wait to run a sub on this map. Like, he just can't wait. So, yeah. Uh, I think you have the the talent, the power of if it's a 3S or G map, like, let's let's run it. But now I guess we'll see how uh, how long they can stay on top. Yeah, I just, that's all I found myself thinking about right now. Like, how far ahead are they? <laughs> like, is this one of those things where we're like, whew, we are in for a year of Ultra just shitting on people? Um, or is it just more in the moment? But I mean, that, that is one of those stages, like you said, like one of those phenomenal stages where I just see my head dominating New York or like phase. Just had, um, yeah, it was, was, uh, question it was awesome to see. You had like the one Boston 3 0. So we we're like, oh, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, that was the one thing that sort of uh, yeah. confused me in the middle. Like you said, we, uh, you and I, like, yeah, I think just because we didn't cast them all in the online league, I'm just like, oh, they're good in my head. I'm mm -hmm. like, they're a good team. But I just didn't realize like exactly where they were at, and then well, I don't know if anyone knew there at this point. But damn, hell of a win! Congrats to them. Yeah, congrats to them in Toronto Ultra. Make sure to get your. Do people still buy Toronto Ultra merch for the champions? I hope so. Make sure to check that out if you can. Um, I have no idea, the, but I'm gonna say yes. I'm plugging on the Toronto Ultra podcast because I can because it's the Toronto Ultra podcast. Make <laughs> sure to get your Toronto Ultra skins as well because it's probably the best camo. Yes, I just heard you still can buy buy the shirt in the merch. So there we it. go. There we go. For Maven and myself, thanks for tuning in and listening to us to be idiots. Yeah, well, um, what are we doing though? Are we, you want to go for a walk? Um, it's beautiful outside. Do you want to go on a walk or what, dude? Should I just head to your place now? I, I got to make a phone call and then I got to. Should try I get on the Peloton? Get the Peloton yeah. first. No. No. To just wait for you to contact me about a romantic walk. 
Yeah. And then at, at 5 p.m., we have the Italian food truck. Yeah. Where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some delicious chicken parm. Just like that. Bye.